Hi, welcome to the Reaching Lives Talk podcast. I am your host, Katrina, spreading the power of positivity through storytelling with true stories and real feelings. In this show, we have Karen, a mindfulness teacher, to share with us what does it mean by mindfulness is the ultimate inner peace. Want to know more about us? Follow us on the Reaching Out Project on Instagram and Facebook today. Enjoy the show! So, so today's topic, right, um, Karen, we were saying, um, you know, we think that mindfulness is really very important, right? And uh, I think not um, um, a lot of people are exposed to what is mindfulness, right? So yeah. I really love for you because you are a mindfulness teacher, right? Yeah. And uh, what do you think about this statement? Mindfulness is the ultimate inner peace. Oh, wow. What are your thoughts? Wow. Wow. <laughs> now I can, like, there's a lot of, um, mm. that made me speechless because it's very deep. Mindfulness is the ultimate um, inner peace. Let inner me just peace. define first mindfulness. Mindfulness is, it is the, it is the engagement of attention and mm. awareness in the absence of reactivity yeah. or judgmental. So... Mm. It is an open and accepting attention to awareness of internal and external situations. Right. So it means that we need to be engaged in the present moment. Our attention and our awareness should be engaged in the moment without any reactions or judgment. It's very hard. So when you achieve that, observer non-judgmental way then it comes inner peace mm. so we, we will achieve that inner peace when we are when our mind and our thoughts is non-judgmental because we're human right we tend right. to look at for example a situation person and then there's this thoughts coming in oh Oh, she's she doesn't look good. She's snobbish. Or we tend to react right away. We tend to judge right away. Yeah. With those Judgment. thoughts, perfect. With those thoughts, rumination of thoughts, we are creating drama. And from that mm -hmm. drama, that we can pr progress to another story from the past experiences <laughs> you know it's it's a domino effect so it just started yeah, yeah. With so mindfulness system as well exactly so with mindfulness it teaches us to be engaged at the moment however right. When it comes to mindfulness, I think I should be also focused on getting the, the, the course into ego because mm. ego is a very big factor when it comes to mindfulness. Because mm. when it comes to mindfulness, when you say, don't think, don't, don't judge, it's hard right so 
it's easy for us to say, don't judge and don't think, but we need to focus where are those thoughts coming from? So all of us have past experiences, have opinions, have certain kind of beliefs, certain kind of um, relationship issues, and all of those dramas, all of those thoughts are made by our ego. So whenever there's mm -hmm. ego, then the mindfulness should be alert because those ego are the ones the mind chatter. And if we yeah. are not being mindful of what are the thoughts coming in, we will be dragged by that ego, by, the, by those thoughts. So the mindfulness mm -hmm. gives us the power to get that attention, be the observer of the thoughts. So we will not attach with the thoughts. We will be the observer of that thought. And from that, it will we will find more space for us to think, not to react, to be responsive, but be the observer of our thoughts. Because we are not our emotions. We are our we are not the we are not our opinions. We are mm. the observer of our thoughts. If we say, I'm sad. No, you are not sad. Who is this person that is sad? When, mm. when you're in the mindfulness state, always ask, who is this sad person? Why is this? Why is she sad? Because mm. you are the observer view of the situation. Right. Let me put it an example. For example, you were watching a movie. When you watch the movie and it's so, for example, so dramatic. Yeah. Um, the, the the person died and then they fell in love. Yeah. So Oprah. Exactly. I think Korean movies are really doing very good to making everyone pretty emotional. <laughs> True. And it, it feels like it's real, right? It feels like yeah. you are really that that character. Yeah. Yes. So it's the same thing with our lives. When we're watching, like, this is like watching the movie right right now in front of us. This is a movie. And when we get in touch to the emotions, we get hurt. It's like we are just watching. Put ourselves in the observer as if we are mm -hmm. being watching a movie. With mindfulness, you are not the character of the movie. In mindfulness, mm -hmm. you are watching the movie. You are watching the drama. Because mm -hmm. put yourself as the character in that Korean movie, which is so painful. It's like I feel like I'm I'm the one who has a broken heart. <laughs> I start crying, right? So that's why yeah. we watch movie because we put ourselves into that character, which in fact we are not. We are yeah. just the we are just the watcher. We are just the observer. Yeah. Yes. And that becomes the detached observer. And that is the power of mindfulness because you are not attached to the situation. You yeah. are detached. So mm. when you are detached, there is less suffering because right. attachment causes suffering. Mm -hmm. I agree totally. 
and if we are in a detached observer mode, we can think more. We are not emotionally involved. There's not much of um, investment of feelings, relationships, because you are not in that role. Your role is to be observer. And that's where the mindfulness comes in. And also mindfulness gives us the power to shift that control, the freedom to be free. Because when you choose to be mindful, you let those thoughts come out and you have space in your mind. And then you have the power to choose your, um, to choose to control your life. Like you're not, you're not letting other person control you because you're mindful of your emotions, mindful of your body. It gives back the freedom for you to choose. Mm. Most of us, we are being restricted with, well, I'm afraid because people may, may, people may look at me as um, not, I'm not going to look good. So you are, you are now bounded with those social norms. So you're yeah. leading to the other people's norms. Mm-hmm. Will put us in free um in prison um emotionally, and it's because of the ego. Mm-hmm. Ego is yes, ego is the false self identity. Wow, I mean, I want to speak about <laughs> ego more and more. Yeah. Can I have Can I have a minute for that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everyone is uh, thinking yeah. how to to digest, but I think um, it's getting more uh popular nowadays that um you know especially during the 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 COVID time right yeah and um, a lot of people um when we talk to people and all that we know that usually like what you say right um is the ego or the emotions over overcoming yourself and you could be really lost into those emotions and into into those egos so. It's like some sometimes people ask, right? Does it mean that you know one of the questions I think people will ask is, um, does it mean that I am not myself or I oh. am not ego? Or I am not the the emotion. You mean the, I am not that? Wow. <laughs> How do you explain that? Wow, that's powerful question. That's yeah. a powerful question. Okay. Oh, now I, I feel like my heart <laughs> is opening up now with the with the topic. <laughs> well, if we get deeper to the meaning of ego ego is the false identification of yourself Mm. meaning let me just put it here in a nice way or in a what do you call it um in a in an easier way great okay here i am karen that's my name i'm a meditation, mindfulness teacher. Now, if I change my name, or if you're going to take out my name, then who am I? Mm. Am I still Karen? Yeah. If I didn't take the course, the meditation teacher, who am I? Yeah. Who's Karen? Oh, with the black hair. And what if I cut my hair short? Am I still Karen? Those are the labels that we put into a person to be identified. Mm-hmm. So if all of those ego is like the labels you put 
in yourself. Like, oh, you're Katrina. You're you're such a, you're the sweet person um, who put up the reaching lives. What if all of those filters were taken out? What's left? Because those are the identities. Those yeah. are. So now with that label, for example, Karen, I'm a flight attendant. Now we are putting labels as a flight attendant. Oh, you should look good. You should walk straight. Now mm-hmm. you are putting all of those labels. Mm-hmm. With those labels comes into attachment, into possession, because I'm so into my role as a flight attendant. But that is just your role. Mm. We all have, you have a role as a mom, as a friend, as a flight attendant, as a wellness coach. Mm. Those are just roles. That's Mm. not you. If you attach your identity to one of those, then it's very strong attachment that you feel like I am the flight attendant. So right. the ego says, you are the flight attendant, you are this, you you should look good. Yes, you should be that. <laughs> right. Now the creation of self, which is the false self, which is not you. Mm. You are not that identification. That is just your role. So if you are unconscious of those ego talking, creating a lot of possessions, attachments, that creates more um when you have this attachment and it's taken out from you it will cause you suffering and that's mm-hmm. the problem with us like we yeah. get attached to something that is that makes us feel good because yeah. it's a survival mechanism of human we want to be praised we want everything good so we're getting attached to it and now the ego always prove in self that it, this is right yeah. oh, good now we're fighting for it and there's a lot of um forms of ego you know probably you know when the child when we give the name to the child and it says for example um the name of the child is gab now mm-hmm. he knows that he's gab oh gab i'm giving you toys now you're giving the toys yeah. now the child says that this is my toy. Now mm. that starts from from the like the ego already developing. Mm. Like, so now you're giving the gifts to the to the children and now they feel like they own it. So mm. when you took it out, when you took the toys, you know they scream, no, that's my toy. That's, my toy. that's like the analogy of ego. Like right. They have this physical pain or psychological pain when it's taken out and they start to scream, they start to be stubborn. That's how the attachment we feel when it's taken out for us. I think that's a really good example because it's, I, I'm not sure you know that I have three kids. <laughs> this is what I'm doing. Oh, I'm so proud of you. How do you handle them? Like, how do you handle them when they cry, like when they want something? <laughs> Practice goodness. <laughs> <laughs> You're good at it. You're good at it. Um, I could relate what you say because uh, I I told you just now we were in the second lockdown. In the first lockdown, right, we were like I'm I'm like crazy moms, right? 
my friends told me they're like crazy moms as well because we couldn't cope, um, you know, having uh, stay-at-home children for three months. Oh. You know, we're used to seeing them, you know, when they sleep and when they come back for dinner, that's it, right? But now we are seeing them like 24-7. So oh. this is this is a bad struggle and I have gone through the bad struggle because oh. I constantly ask myself, right, is this who I am? Is this uh, an angry mother, right? Oh. Is this the mother that is not considerate? So um, oh. I, 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 uh, during those time, right, I did pick up some of the courses and one of the most uh, prevailing course is uh, by uh, Tony Robbins. Yes. Yeah, UW, and uh, that changed a lot, you know. So now if I hear my children cry, I actually feel that it's okay. Children cry all the time. And um, a better way to, to talk to them is uh, by talking softly, understanding, being compassionate, right? Then then the, the screaming and the shouting, right, will somehow be, be, be gone, you know, once they feel you. They actually feel you, and, and I do feel that sometimes in, some, in many situations, right, it's actually we have a total control at, at a lot of situations on how we react. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that really helped me. I'm not sure whether uh, you like to read books, Karen. Yes, I, yes, yes. Have you heard of the, uh, the Power of Now? That's my favorite book. Like, I always carry yeah. with me. That's like this, like. My Bible. <laughs> it's like, my, if I have to read it over and over again, I, I will still have this enlightenment every you know yeah. i'm keeping it one page or two pages at a time because every word strikes a lot right yeah, yeah. oh you you've read it already yeah yeah and uh yeah it's, it's really such a powerful book and uh and when you read it at different times you will capture different meanings <laughs> okay yeah yeah it's, it's very so deep i feel and you know when when you read that book as if the yeah. book life itself is talking to you that's how i feel yeah. right yes yes right and and uh 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 the writer is really an uh, amazing man you know to have yes. written this have book. so much yeah yeah and and uh well, back to our mindfulness um um you know thoughts right do you think it's ever possible for us to achieve 100 percent of mindfulness all the time Wow, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still practicing it. You know, I guess the 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 goal here is not to achieve hundred percent mindfulness. The goal here is to be consistent, practice, right. and just just do what you can at the same time. Just be aware because this is not a competition, or this is life is not a competition. Correct. Just gives you the power to be mindful. Mm. So, as long as the ego is there, this is my point here. If you, if you, um, let's say, give less attention to the ego, then we have more powerful to be mindful. Mm. As long as there's the ego striking, it's very challenging for us to practice mindfulness. So if we're going back to the main course or why the reason is because of the ego. That's why we lose the mindfulness. So if mm -hmm. we're going to focus on less in the ego, then we can practice more being mindful. Mm -hmm. It's possible. It's possible. And 
for us because that is our choice. That is our freedom. And if you have a choice, then you can do it. It's a right. power of choice. It's a power of freedom. So yes, it's achievable, but don't expect to be in a hundred percent. Um, don't don't <laughs> for perfection because mm. it's gonna it's gonna be hard to be a perfectionist. You'll be the ego will says you are perfect. You you need yeah. to. So now the ego again is going to tell you. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So just work for excellence. Just work for your capacity. So Correct. it's hard, you know, sometimes when you are giving, um, what do you call it? You're giving uh, advice, like what is the advice to be mindful? Or, you know, it's hard because you don't know the capacity of that person because all of us have different capacity. For example, yes. oh, Sina, you know what? Do the meditation 30 minutes a day, eat this, eat that, walk 30, walk, work, walk two hours. I can easily give advice because that's my ego saying that this is right for her. Correct. But I should be considering is, is Katrina has the capacity to do that? Mm. So we are talking, we are giving advices to people based on our capacity. Mm. On your capacity so right. that's very let's be careful when we give advices especially with coaching like with coaching uh we can give set of standards we can set give them set of rules to do but that is how we we give them based on our capacity, our capacity. Yeah, mm. so this is where compassionate goes like yeah you should give so it's very let's be careful when we give um advices to friends because they will put the accountability on you you know like oh this is good for me so i will do this because this works for her now it will be very hard for me because i'm not capable to do all of the stuff that she does so yeah i don't know how we get there but as an advice just do yeah. what you can do with the mindfulness because it's it's going to be hard at first but when it comes to practice, and I'm still practicing it, and I'm still um, learning from it, it's an it's an experience. Every yes. day is a chance to learn. Yeah, every day I think is a is a it's really a great practice. Every yeah. single moment. Yeah. What, what's your biggest challenge when it comes to living at the moment? Mm, for now, what's the biggest challenge for living in the moment? Your your question is yes. Um. I think now is um you know we have to we all do have constant worries about the virus. <laughs> We're thinking when will it be ending? Yes. But um I do believe that uh, acceptance comes first that oh. we have to accept that it may be gone soon or it may gone next year nobody knows nobody has answers. So um for I mean for nobody has perfect answers. So I think now is uh, really to, you know, accept and, and really move on. I think for the world, it's, it's like that as well. Exactly. People are also thinking, when will it be ending? When will I can uh, start doing my business, reopening my restaurants and, and all that? Yeah. But uh, I think, uh, like you say, the mindfulness. Yeah. Maybe we can add on another thing next time for our topic. It's called gratefulness. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I love that because um, 
that's why when I ask you what's yeah. very challenging with the living in the moment, have you noticed yourself like having those fears again? Like the thoughts? Yes. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. That's the ego talking. Mm, correct, correct. And because when you create the thoughts already with that question, now the ego is operating fear, <laughs> worries. And in, in reality, it's not happening, right? What's yeah. happening is we are just talking. Yeah. Our, correct. The only reality that is happening right now, the right mm. moment right now, is just me talking and with the friends here in Facebook. Yeah. There's correct. nothing going on. Yes. Yes. Those are just situations. The, mm. the those are we are th those are just the movie that we are watching that we're watching yes so mm. the reality is just me and you talking at this moment what's going on around you that is the only thing that is going on and that is you should be engaged because five minutes ago and five years ago it's the same thing it's not real in mm. five minutes and in five years from now it's not real right yeah yeah so all right when you start now saying that oh because of when i ask you like that's the challenge of living in the moment is because your mind now is dragging you to another situation into another no, place you're right you're right correct <laughs> this is really um i think we can't really 100 percent get rid of the ego wow i hope so please teach me so <laughs> <laughs> we could somehow identify yeah. like that is ego talking like what 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 karen has just advised it was the ego talking yeah, yeah. you just have to probably separate yourself from the ego or we call it the survival mind oh yes i love that i love, I love the term you would think better you know out of all those emotions and whatever that's happening around us i guess yeah, yeah. and and karen i would like to know right what draws you to become who you are today? You know, you are such a great learner, you know. Um, My pleasure. The yoga, the mindfulness, and the nutrition, and the wellness, yeah? Wow, wow. Yeah, yeah you have so many uh, certifications, you know, and practicing so many things. But, but what is the key thing that draws you of becoming a different person? Oh, wow. Wow. I mean, that's so another deep question because like now i was like those but being uh bringing back to mindfulness being a personal nutrition and all of those certificates those are just my roles right mm -hmm. that's, not, that's just to clarify that i, I want to practice being mindful because i don't want to attach with all of those titles those are just roles given to me to emerge this platform Right, Those are the tools that is given to me, but that is not who am I. I am just this consciousness, you know, the awareness being given that role. So, it mm. uh, you know, it's just funny because <laughs> there's a lot of people who inspired me to be in this situation. Like, I am such an unconscious girl way back as a flight attendant. And I'm still mm -hmm. conscious right now, but as I practice mindfulness, it gets better and better. So I, 
I just have to share this. Like I dated like one guy that really brought me to this to this scenario. Like he's so peaceful, he's so calm, and I'm so agitated. And I was like, really? <laughs> you know, like we have this like, um, for example, a scenario where this very rude guy, and I was about to really answer back, and then he was like, wait, be calm. You're not that person that is mad. He's the one. So I was like, why? Why are you doing like this? Why are you why so so? And he's doing this like life, not life coaching. And then he's talking to this mindfulness teacher. And right. I, started, I started to really get interested. Mm. And anyway, Manila or um, he's or... In, he's in US. Oh, in US. Okay. Yeah. Mm. And then at the time, I was like, wow. I want to be that person because I don't want this agitation. I don't want this um, anger in me. You know, when you are full of stress as a flight attendant, the flights, and then he's totally so calm. He's totally like very little. He's triggered. And you know that I want to be that person. How can I be that person? <laughs> so I started to learn how he, how is he doing. But, you know, after that desire, you should have that desire first. Because if you don't have that desire, you will not find that passion. Not unless you really want it. And after that, I had this calling already, like the desire that I want to be, I just want to be that person who is very peaceful. So I go through what he went through, and then, although it didn't work out. Now, mm -hmm. I went to get this uh raj yoga it's a yeah. form of yoga meditation like being present that's the main core all right when i went back to manila i looked for ash they call it ashram where you will go to places like, like a retreat oh like a retreat okay and then when i went there it's in manila i found one branch in manila you know it's funny just a quick it's a quick story they just mm -hmm. let us sit there and then they said just do nothing and be and listen look around you and we were, i was like <laughs> what am i doing here am i really the right place for me and we did it for two minutes you know my mind is struggling i was like this That'll is be boring and after that, after two minutes, he said, I want you to I want you to talk to another person beside you, not talking about anything. Let's just talk about the thing that is happening right now. And I was like, wow, that's hard. Like, what am I going to talk right now? What is I mean, it's so hard. And I was like, this is silly. This is not real. And then at that time when they really dig deeper into that um to that core yeah why mm. like wow my mind was really talking to me like another person and that's <laughs> really like no it's like who is this person talking to me that this is not good this is shit this is so that's the time i realized wow i want to learn to be mindful because this is really bothering my life this mm -hmm. chatter this someone who always says story who's a commentator so mm -hmm. at that time i get deeper and deeper well 
I have I have a daughter who is a 16 who has a cerebral palsy and she was given to us as an angel and it's very um challenging because for the 16 years of her life she didn't able to walk talk um, at all she's like a 5 month old even for, even though she's 16 years old so it's very challenging because we need to go or bring her to the hospital in and out for like a couple of times. We are emotionally um, challenged, financially drained. I mean, it's it's good, you know, when life gives you like this flight attendant job was given to me for me to provide her needs because it's very challenging. But you know what? That changed my life a lot. Mm. It's It's so... It's so touching because looking at her with all of her things, because she's eating through the nose the rest of her life. Right. And she she she's just so pure that she cannot complain. Mm. And at that time, as a mom, it's very hard for me to see her in pain. So what I was doing was in denial. So I'm just saying, uh, no, I'm okay, I'm okay. But you know, deep inside, it's hard. Yeah, of because course. Mom. And then at that time, I was doing these courses with the Raj Yoga. Mm. It's learning me the process of detachment. Like, mm. I know we're given uh, on her last breath, we were given like a few weeks to be prepared. And at that time, it's very hard for me as a mom to accept, right? That I'm a mom and my daughter is dying. And she, all of her, all of the apparatus, like five apparatus in her body is just surviving, like thriving for her life. And if you mm -hmm. see a person like with all of those equipments and knowing that's your child, that's your daughter, it's mm. very hard. So yeah. what I learned with Raj Yoga is like you have to be detached. It's hard, right? It's not you're denying that you're not my daughter. No, I'm not denying. I'm just stepping back. My role, I'm a mom. I have a daughter that is sick. And it needs to be addressed. It needs to be treated. Because you're not doing, you're not following your emotions. Because if you are deciding with all of those fears, worries, and doubts, now you get stuck with attachment. You get stuck because you're going to suffer because you feel the pain. You feel so. Our my motive there is to take out myself in that pain, and mm. have that observer mind that it's just a situation. It's very hard because some people will think that. Oh, you're you're not feeling her. You're not you're in denial. You're, but it takes courage for me. It will give me power to think, to control my emotions, myself, not to be hurt. So mm. when, by the time that when she needs to go, with all of the detachments and stuff, it was like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to accept that this is mm. just. A that I am a mom, that I have a dying daughter, and I have to see her in this in this form. But you know, when the moment of her last breath, I'm telling you, everything collapsed. Mm. I was I was attached 
and I'm still attached to that because you know it's it's gonna be hard. But you know the process during that process when you have that detachment, it's not going to um, give you pain exactly the same as on the spot. Because if you are feeling that pain every day while she's suffering, the family is suffering, you are suffering, everyone is suffering, then it's going to be chaos. Like no one's going to stand up. So I felt right. that pain on that moment. Because yes, there's still attachment. But I didn't go through that much of pain throughout the process, throughout the years of her existence. Because it's going to be hard to be emotionally attached. And I know that's ego, right? <clears throat> that's the ego saying that, <clears throat> himself that you should feel the pain, you should feel. I choose. I choose to step back with pain. I choose mm. to be mindful of not being hurt. So that is why sometimes I have this guarded um, well, that's part of my personality now that I'm being guarded not to get hurt because that's why we need to practice every day because there's balance, right? If you are yeah. totally detached, now that's another ego saying that, no, don't do this, don't do that because you got, mm -hmm. there's fear. So all of those fear now is crippling up. That's another form of ego when you find yourself being afraid, worried, being guarded because that's the ego saying that you are afraid so you have to be mindful again so there's a lot like that moment of like having a kid having a daughter dying in front of you and feeling the pain is the most um life-changing for me because seeing her with all of those apparatus how she how she can eat with an with a tube it's like for me, I didn't even see her complaining at all. Mm, and who yeah. am I to complain with simple things such as traffic, such as um, um, challenging? Weather, uh, her. Exactly. And you know what? Her image, her spirit, her soul was so pure that you don't need words. We mm. have know that energy that frequency in her that's so pure that i know i believe because this energy this connection is beyond words just like how wi-fi how we can connect to wi-fi mm. like we can connect to wi-fi without seeing it in visual yeah and how our energy works like i can connect with people with my same vibration Correct. It's like how we connect each other because mm -hmm. I can feel your good energy. I can feel your good heart, your good soul, your, your vibrancy. And that's how you mm -hmm. attract people, right? It's like same vibration at that. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's how I get with, with her. She's, she's like not talking, but her vibration, she, her energy is like you can feel the purity in her. And that made me realize to see all the beautiful things in other people. Because once we look at it, don't talk, don't even judge. Just looking each person as a pure soul, mm. then you will see them without the ego. And I'm looking at you, you're not Katrina, you're not the sweet girl. 
you're not the successful girl, you're not the life coach, I'm seeing you as a pure soul. Mm. And when you see that person in as a pure soul, you less judgment, that we are the same. That mm. I know also that in this form, just like, you know, how the cars are, this is just the car. This is just the physical body. But the driver is here. We mm. are the same driver. So if you're going to look at me, and I'm going to look at you as the driver, you're not the car, you're not the you're not physical form, you will see the beauty within. You will mm. will find that every person is the same as you, that we are all the same. Right. And there's yeah, also beauty. Yeah, I think it's the same soul, you know, the same, um, like what you say, like maybe we could treat everyone the same. Yeah. Because those are just roles, like what you say. I think you really decipher it so well that <laughs> about roles and about, you know, the responsibilities that you have, you know, um, you know, as a mother or, or somehow. But I think you also give yourself, um, you know, out of the situation, get yourself out of the situation and, and really um, be mindful and grow out of the situation. Exactly. And it's every day, you know, we have roles every day. What's your challenging role for, for, the, for your daily response, for your daily roles? What's the most mm -hmm. challenging part? So far, I think the most challenging part is I'm, uh, you know, um, time management, I guess. <laughs> True, true. I mean, all of us right now, right? Has the time. And you're busy and successful and time is almost like very precious to us. Right? You do so many things at so little time sometimes. You want to get this done, get that whole housework done. You want to do this? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm yeah. so proud of you. Like you're doing all of your roles in a successful manner. Yeah, it is. Uh, we do our best every day. <laughs> yeah, and you still look fresh. You still look. You still look young. Oh, you look young as well, Karen. <laughs> really thankful for so being so open over here and for our, you know, I I call it the reaching lifestyle, and uh, it's almost like a coffee session, just that we didn't hold a coffee. Yes, yes. But, but your voice, I think, uh, for for you, you know, um, telling us the the, the great uh, story of your daughter who will always be remembered as a pure soul, right? I think it is really very wonderful and she'll be really um great you know at um we i mean we will remember her as a really pure soul and and um she just came here to to be your angel yes and maybe um, yeah. all angels right you're all angels in different form like you are an angel because all of us we are all pure soul but with all of those filters that roles that are you know that is like how probably I can say egoless the, my daughter because he, he she can even think she can even speak so she cannot judge and that is like simplicity of life like I know she's just existing but her soul is very pure you know so mm. always find that purity in in all of us in in all of the people that you meet that it's very hard for us not to judge, but as a practice today, try to look 
or find the beauty in a person as if it's your first time to meet. Because sometimes, for example, oh, I'll be working with this boss again. No, that is that is the role. Is <laughs> his role? Is Look at him as a soul with past traumas, with past experiences that brought mm -hmm. to the present moment. Because right. we being identified again. Oh, he's the lazy boss. Oh, he's he's the he's this type of. Now we're trying to label again. So mm. try to practice when you meet a person today or in a situation, being mindful, like looking at him in non-judgmental way, looking at him as a pure soul. Just mm. a soul, just a pure awareness, just like us, just like me. That we are just the conscious part of us, like we are just the awareness observing in non-judgmental mm. way. Mm, I think that's a great assignment that we should be doing every single day because we <laughs> every day. I mean, even though we don't meet a lot of people nowadays face to face, right? But we could be meeting people in Facebook example. So less, less judging part and you know, less complaints, right? And see people as like what you say, another great soul, another pure soul. I think yes. it's so good. I think I recently uh, just told uh, one of my friends, right, today that, um, you know, sometimes when, even when we listen to people telling stories, right, we could only comprehend 20% of it. Yeah. The other 80%, we cannot comprehend. So we cannot judge. Wow. We couldn't judge. Yeah. It's, it's just part of the story. It's not the entire story that you know. You know, the entire story could be from your belief system, it could be from emotions, it could be like what you say, the traumas and all that. So it's just 20%. And so we don't, we try not to judge so that we give the space for people, you know, to to, to really develop themselves or, or you see, my daughter is keep, keep <laughs> my daughter is uh, commenting <laughs> in my my life yeah hi 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 yeah you're the number one fan <laughs> she's the number one, fan. number one fan yeah and i think we really have a very good chat tonight now um last thing i would like to ask you because it's already one hour of your time right oh, no, no, it's okay take your time yes you know besides mindfulness right what do you think um you know of the other things that we should really consider especially really important for people experiencing the covid world and the constant worries from people all around the world, their challenges and all that, how, how would you think, um, any other components that we could help them besides mindfulness? All right. I guess you've answered that part, like half of my answer, like you said, <laughs> you've already answered it. I totally agree with you because, I mean, you're such a smart person, you know about all of this thing, acceptance, but I'll add something to that, is yeah, to... Our audience especially yeah <laughs> acceptance in all situations yeah it's yeah when you don't resist like accept changes don't resist on changes because change is part of like change is part of our human evolution there will be changes and in all changes there is always disturbance there's no stagnant in life there's no stagnancy in life if you accept that there is changes and you there's no resistance to it, you just accept what it is with fully hearted, not questioning, 
and not overthinking because overthinking, we know that there's COVID. We look at it as a problem. Yes, but if you're going to look at it as a situation that has a solution and you're not going to overthink too much, it is very hard. I mean, it's hard for me to say not to worry, but overthinking makes it more difficult because we are resisting their moment. And each mm. all the changes have its reason. You, you don't know the reason. I don't know the reason. Sometimes it's better for us not to know the reason. Just to mm. know the moment. The more we try to look for reasons, for answers, we are dragged to another situation, to drag another thoughts, rumination of thoughts, creating drama, stories, worries. And that's not what we want for our wellness, for our being. So mm. look at it as this is a COVID situation. This is just a situation. If you're going to look at it as a problem, now there's a negative uh, identification. Yeah. So accept, don't resist changes, accept it fully hearted and do not overthink. Mindfulness gives us the balance of analytical thinking and being. That is why we are human being because as a human, we need mm. to think, we need to plan, we need to analyze, we have the jobs. And as a being, we need to be still. We let things happen on its own as how life presented to us. The goal here is not to be extreme in both. The goal here is to be in balance. balance. And mindfulness gives us the power to shift from being the human as the analytical, as the overthinking, and as the being, as being still and being present. Mm, lovely thoughts, Karen. Oh, no. I so much from you, even for myself, right? So moving forward, Karen, what, what would you want to achieve in your life goals? Ah. And tell us more. Wow. <laughs> We're excited wow. to know. Wow, thank you. I mean, I mean, really, at this at this point of my life, like there's a lot of changes going on right now. And I would like to share that um, with this wellness business, life gives me a tool to flourish this career. And I'm so surprised and thank God, thank you life, thank you universe that I'm, I was given a chance to um, to flourish this business here in U.S. And my goal here is to be, to, to use this platform to spread the word and to inspire more people in, like, in, an, in, in my own way. This is not me talking. Like I, I don't want to be that, um, that identification that this is the business for, you know, for me. No. Yeah. My life is to always live in the moment, take one day at a time, listen to life, and I'll be an instrument of God, life, universe, to use this platform to inspire other people just like you and to empower people to be the better version of themselves. Mm, so wonderful. I think Karen, this is uh, just to let the audience know, this is our first time meeting face to face. Yes, this is our <laughs> own. Yes. 
it's so good that um you know the social media in in its good ways right has connected so many different peoples from all across the continents and you know making friends is so good right now it's so easy to make any new friends yeah yeah, yeah. really glad to have you to the show tonight you know sharing oh, all your thoughts so you know you've been so wonderful in this and i really wish you well in in your career or your business that moving yeah. forward yeah one of the things that you told me yeah oh. i hope it all come true for you yeah that thank you for the blessings thank you so much and i'm really um i'm really proud of you having this platform i'm wishing you all the best i mean really seriously I'm sending you all those abundance and this blessing of success because you're really doing good with what you do. Keep inspiring people. Keep empowering people. I mean, you have that in you. I trust in you. And I'll always be a fan of you. You know that. I love you. Yeah, we'll be each other's fan too. And and uh, just now we forgot to to really uh you know say how how where do we met right actually we met in one of the yeah. facebook is she that yeah. and I, wow this lady is so incredible she's been doing her own uh, videos right and all that <laughs> spreading your teachings you know sharing with people yeah and it is really great that i in this platform i have you karen as one of the the great speakers and really inspiring people so we are not here to you know uh make wealth or whatever right but i feel that um every story right has something to teach everyone and you can relate you can really relate and you can really learn something right and really think about what uh you know today's talk is about whether it can relate to you on how we can better you know be the best wishes of ourselves right karen yeah. yeah yes thank yes. you so much is very good i'm so proud of you yeah, I'd love to have you again, maybe in the near future. Yes, yes, and soon I have this podcast and um with this live show. Please be my guest. If yeah, you sure. Definitely. <laughs> no problem at all. Yeah. So we like uh, to thank everyone who is watching over here, and I think a few of your friends are watching too. Maybe later you could uh you know comment or say hi to them yeah, yeah. hi friends thank you for your time thank you and let's have again okay and uh yeah. it was good for me and it's good morning for you yeah. good morning and good night good morning night okay <laughs> <laughs> karen let's uh chat again soon right. yeah yes let's you. do it again. make it happen yeah make <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. Bye, friend. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs>